Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio.
Creator, Mother, Father, God, Source, all the one, all that is. May the ancestors hear our prayers. Ancestors, 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 we call out to you at the start of a new year, of a new age, and ask you to guide us to our courage, confidence, and compassion. Help us to remember to love ourselves unconditionally so we may share our love with others. Guide us to heal from the past, be open to the future, and to embrace the present. Support us in taking the necessary risk to write a new narrative for ourselves and for our world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. So it is. Good evening and welcome to Wisdom Walk Talk here on Black Hole Radio and my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. I am your host and guide, Joja Pamaria and Saroma. March is the first of two nature months in this long-awaited double-fire year of 2022, which promises to provide magically transformative revelations and experiences. Now, in response to the most recent human tragedy of war in Ukraine, I'm going to share a spiritual and cosmic interpretation of this heart-wrenching horror. I know this is a cosmic wake-up call, and I'll provide you with insights and guidance for how not to fall into despair, to choose love over fear, and make your personal metaphysical contribution to the collective healing of humanity. I begin my March bills tonight with time for grieving and imagining. But first, just a reminder that when I am broadcasting live, if you have any disruption to your internet connection, you can listen into this live broadcast at the following phone number, which is area code 563-999-3089. I will be uploading a video of this broadcast to my YouTube channel at some point. I am so behind with my my videos. It's not funny, but it's going to be okay. Uh, And the YouTube channel is Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. You can also ask questions, share comments, or share encouragement on my Facebook page, which is Wisdom Walk Radio, my Facebook group, Wisdom Walk Community, which you're welcome to join, and my website, which is www.wisdomwalktoselfmastery.com, or in the comments section below this YouTube video. But right now, I ask you to sit or lay back and join me for an exploration of the inner landscape where we can connect to our soul and discover the true treasure of being human. So I'm going to start off tonight giving you the elemental wisdom um, for the, the next, for this week and the following week. And I have been really screwing up with the elemental wisdom I've given in January and February because I really totally forgot that January 1st fell on a Saturday. And so I've been using Friday still 
but now I'm going to do Saturday. So March 5th through the 18th, this Saturday, we stepped into an Earth Week in this Nature Month, and here's the opportunity. It's about receiving support. Yes, you are worthy. Embrace the power of self-love and honor the energetic of the Earth element as you open yourself to receive what you need in order to be fulfilled nurtured, appreciated, and loved. Be self-full. This is a cosmic reciprocity for all that you have done to support others. You deserve it. Ask and you shall receive. Yes. And then next Saturday, March the 12th, We blaze into a fire week in this nature month, and the opportunity is to be truthful with yourself and others. Yes. Call upon the ancestors to bring you clarity when you feel confused or conflicted. Walk your talk. Live in self-referred consciousness, meaning trust intuition and honest feelings more than the opinions, advice, or judgments of others. Allow your inner authentic self to be in charge of your life versus the image of yourself that you project out to the world. As Mr. Rogers said, people can love you exactly the way you are. Now, it's always just a reminder that on the 22nd of every month, I declare that the monthly Earth Day, why wait for just one day a year or one month a year Um, We need to be doing it every month, putting our focus on this beautiful planet Earth and what we can do to really, really turn things around. So as always, I encourage you to go to the website of earthday.org and to check out all the good information that they have there for you, the Global Earth Challenge, the Simple Acts of Green. Also, you can get more specific information about climate change and other actions you can take. And as I always say, I truly believe that together can planet habitable for the seven generations that come after us. Ashe. So tonight I am going to be giving you this information about what I'm calling our cosmic wake-up call that has been going on very, very directly since the outbreak of COVID in 2020. So my overview is that I'll give you some understanding for those of you who may not know what a cosmic wake-up call is. Um, Next, I will be talking about the grieving and imagining. And then I'm going to give you a personal contribution for collective healing that you can make. My opening quotes for tonight, the first one is from me. And I said, grieving isn't just about releasing the emotional pain we feel because we've lost someone or something we love. It's also about releasing what inside of us has died and out of which we no longer can live. And that quote comes from the ancient wisdom of the Dagara tribe that I am very, very blessed to keep. 
My next quote comes from the Abraham entity that is channeled by Esther Hicks. She's the author of the book, Ask, and it is given, Learning to Manifest Your Desires. And Abraham says, if you have the ability to imagine it or even to think about it, this universe has the ability and the resources to deliver it fully unto you. For it is like a well-stocked kitchen with every ingredient imaginable at your disposal. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful message. So, cosmic wake-up call. What is this about? Why is this happening? And I want to share this other quote with you. It's by a woman named Anna Dia Judas. And back in 2006, she wrote this book called Waking the Global Heart. And what I love about this quote is it just really kind of gives a beautiful framework, a touchstone, if you will, for this time of great change that we are going through as humans. And Anadia says, we stand at the dawn of a new era immersed in technology, yet hungry for the sacred. There is deep longing for a story that balances masculine and feminine, progress and sustainability, order and freedom, power and love. The stories we tell ourselves shape our world. They guide our relationships to each other, to the environment, to the future. Life in the 21st century is spinning a new myth time to listen to the growing chorus of voices that make up this story. Together, we are discovering and inventing a way to the future. Yes, yes. So a cosmic wake-up call, you know, this is part of how the evolution of the cosmos and and humanity being a part of the cosmos, this is how it works. And duality is a teaching method, hot or cold, up or down, love or fear, war or peace. You know, we're in this, this, this place of duality. And if you're not able to experience both sides of them, then you don't know them. Um, a quote I always remember and keep in mind comes from the Vedic teachings of India, and I learned this from Deepak Chopra, where it says, a man born blind at birth can never know darkness because he's never known light. Yeah, yeah, pretty powerful. Now, these things that are happening, this tragic time that we're living in, and as we know, the Ukraine isn't the first place where people have been treated like they're disposable, where they've been pushed out of their homes, where they've been subjected to somebody else's crazy. Um, we know what just happened in Afghanistan, um, what happened in the Sudan back in the 90s, um, what's happening in other places right now around the world where people's freedoms, people's ability to live in this beautiful earth in a loving way, healthy way, is being 
you know, stepped on, demolished, destroyed. And all of that, all of that is really an illustration of the fact that that way of thinking and being no longer works for us. Yeah. I don't think it ever really did, but think back in history. Think back to the Roman Empire. There was a time when, like, this is just what happened, or the Vikings, you know. This is just what happened. Um, And it was almost expected. But we now, and especially after the experience of World War I and II, really are moving as a human species into really, really getting that believing that people are disposable and treating them like that, it really, really doesn't work. It really, really doesn't work. And so these things that are going on, you know, it presses on our hearts. And it's supposed to. It's supposed to. We're supposed to be caring about what's going on in the Ukraine. We're supposed to be caring about what's still going on in Afghanistan, what's still going on in Sudan, what's going on even in parts of the United States where there is oppression and separation and violence going on against people because of the color of their skin or a choice, a lifestyle choice that they make. So all of that to say that a cosmic wake-up call is when these things are happening and they just seem relentless. Yeah, and let's throw COVID into this, a global pandemic that shows up. And it just seems like, oh, my God, when is this ever going to end? What's happening? Uh, I got a request from someone that sent me an email saying, you know, that they were just so upset about what's going on and uh, they know people, they have friends in Eastern Europe and um, who aren't in um, Ukraine but near it and who are just in fear and it's, you know, it's just really a hard time. As you say, saying, is there, is there a ritual, Jennifer, is something I can do? Um, and I told her, yes, yes, yes. But it, it was her request that came in. Her name's Deborah. That really spurred me to say, okay, let me let me share this in in my broadcast with you all tonight. Because the other other big message that we need to be aware of of what's happening when this kind of cosmic wake up call is happening these horrible things that just don't seem to end, that are so disruptive to our way of living, our way of being. It is also a call to get closer to our greater order and direction. And that means it's time to throw up our hands and say, we can't figure this out all on our own. We can't understand this all on our own. We need some help from a greater order and direction. And however you believe in your God, whatever form your God takes, we are really being called to connect, to connect with the divine. Yeah. And for those of you on radio, just give me one second. I have to give my camera. My camera only goes up to so many minutes and uh, then I have to restart it. So I'm going to push the button and do that right now. So 
So the other big message in this cosmic wake-up call, the thing that is so overwhelming, these events, so overwhelming, so horrible, you know, not we, we can't even really understand why is this happening. Um, it's also a call for us to choose to surrender to the power of love over fear. Yeah, love over fear. So it is really happening. We're being asked, humanity is being asked to wake up to the things that are no longer, no longer supposed to be working, no longer supposed to be working. It's no longer okay for us to believe that people are disposable, that we can discriminate based on somebody's skin color, somebody's country, or somebody's language, that it's not okay to put profit over people. Yeah, like, no, it's not okay. But we've been so conditioned into these belief systems, how do we get out of it? And that's, to me, is why there is so much going on that is calling us, asking us to grieve. Yeah. And as I said in my quote, grieving isn't just about the loss of this thing or person that we love. It's it's a message that something inside of you has died and you're still trying to live out of it and you need to stop. Yeah. Now, what does all that mean? So let me tell you this. We've become so conditioned to think that to be successful, to be happy, to be safe, you've got to lock things down and hold things down and get that security um, and know what is going to happen and, you know, and then you're going to be safe. And in that process of trying to know everything, we leave no room not only for, you know, more new things to show up, but we leave no room for our ability to really experience our emotions and to experience what life really is and what life is requiring from us. We've gotten so numb to the human suffering that has been going on just with the pandemic that there are so many people dying still that there are still people getting this disease, and it's not just the flu for them. It's causing problems. And we are so numb to that, that we just want it over. We want it done. We don't want to have to think about, but there's somebody suffering and dying right now. So we've been ignoring the grief. <laughs> we, we don't want to deal with it. We don't want to feel, right? We just don't want to feel, we'll just go shop. Let me go shop. Let me go to the Super Bowl. Let me go dance. Let me, whatever. But we don't want to deal with the reality of what is going on. And so the universe is like, hey, until you really acknowledge this in some way, shape, and form that's conscious, I'm going to have to keep bringing it to you. Like, so. How do we do that? How do we grieve? How do we grieve for people that we've never met that we don't know? How do we feel for people that we've never met and we don't know, right? And if you haven't lost someone to COVID, I can't imagine anybody who hasn't, but if you haven't, like how, how do I connect with that? How do I connect with that grief? Yeah. 
So the first thing to know is all you have to do is really open up to want to connect with it because it's going on. We're human. And when, when, when things like this happen, tragic things happen, traumatic things happen, it, it really messes with our psyche. And there's something in us that knows, oh, I need to release. I need to grieve. So we can take this on consciously. And the first thing is to accept that, you know, what is going on, the, the what that is happening isn't really something that isn't affecting me. It is affecting you and in ways that you may not be conscious of. So here's what I recommend is, number one, to accept that you can't have this kind of loss, this kind of tragedy going on in the world, and you not be grieving. So here's how to consciously do it, and this is what I invite you to do. Join me in wearing black at least once a week. You know, and in the indigenous cultures, and especially in the one that I wisdom keep, black is the color for healing. Yeah. And when you wear black, what you're doing is you're acknowledging that it is time to grieve. It's time to grieve. And when you do it consciously, you're making a contribution to helping others become mindful that it's okay for us to be grieving. And sometimes grief isn't going to come out with tears. Grief can be just a pause of feeling like this doesn't feel good. I feel sad. And I feel sad because so many people are dying. So many people have died. Gary, we don't know what's going to happen. You know, that's grief. That is grief. Yeah. Now, I'm going to share with you a what I call a personal contribution to collective healing, but it's a ritual. It's going to be a grief ritual. Um, and it's also going to be an imagination ritual, right? So I'm going to give you a balance with this because with the grieving, we're letting something go. Why are we doing that? Because we're making room for new things to come in. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, what's happening in Ukraine, what's happened in Afghanistan, all of these things, they're just so overwhelming. And definitely there are things in the three dimension that we can do, like, you know, make contributions, send monies and clothes, you know, to the, the organizations that are helping people who are now in refugee status, um, uh, you know, and, and, and maybe there's even some other ways you may know people who know people there and, you know, that kind of thing. So there are definitely 3D things. But what I'm sharing with you is what we do in the realm, in the cosmic realm, in the spiritual realm, in the metaphysical realm, in the fifth dimensional realm, okay, in that invisible place but very alive and energetic place where things can happen. Things can happen. Um, and in doing these things that I'm going to give you to do, um, you will definitely be making a contribution to all the people right now who are suffering from the dominance dynamic and the loss of humanity between people that believing that people are disposable. 
So, you know, my theme for this year for 2022 is becoming the best version of yourself. And so you're going to be creating a best version of yourself altar, a B-V-O-Y-S altar. Yeah, it's a nature altar. Nature represents the essence of death and rebirth. And so that's the balance. We're going to address what is dying inside of us. And we're also going to put energy into what is being born or rebirthing inside of us. Okay. So let me share this with you now. So the first thing you're going to do very simply is get some green cloth, some green candles, and things that represent plants, animals, and humans. Okay. Once you get your altar set up, very simply, the next thing you're going to do is get still and take three slow breaths in and out because you're going to open yourself to becoming conscious of at least three things in your inner landscape, three things about yourself that have died and are no longer nourishing you. For example, it can be a belief system. I have a high tolerance for pain. Like who wants, who wants to hold on to that? Because you know what you're asking for, right? Yeah, you're asking for pain. Uh, it may be a thought about, I have to always win. I have to always be right. I have to always know, you know, all that control drama stuff in you. Yeah, it, 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 it really is not, it's not going to be able to work in, in the 21st century in the age of Aquarius. It's really not, no. Also, any negative beliefs that you have going on about yourself, I can never, I won't, I can't, you know, all of that. You may have some things dying in you in terms of how you are attached to the pain in your childhood. You may still be living out of that pain, but you're not a child anymore, right? So that stuff is really dead, but we'll keep trying to live out of it, okay? And that's what will keep us being a victim to life. It could be something that was done to you by someone, or somebody disappointed you, betrayed you, you know, um, some kind of resentment that you're still holding on to. Well, that that thing, it already happened. It is dead. And you definitely don't want to keep a belief system going on about, you know, I need to get revenge and nobody's ever going to treat me like this, you know, on and on and on. So, again, I don't know what it could be for you. could be a lot of stuff. But open up to having that come up, having that come up into your psyche. And if you're having problems with it coming up, just know that you can call on your ancestors, your spirit guides, your loving entities to receive the clarity in however it needs to be revealed. It might come up while you're watching a movie, while you, you know, um, watching um, even uh, something silly on television, or you're reading a book. You might see it on a billboard. I don't know. But, again, your intention is to really become conscious of what's dead inside of you out of which you can no longer live. Yeah. And then you can allow yourself to experience the grief associated with this, and you really should intend to shed tears. Okay? You should intend to shed tears. Now, once you've identified what is dead, you're going to find three organic, non-plastic items 
that are going to be representative of that for you. So, for example, you can use plants, you can use food, you can use flowers, you can use bones, shells, stones, um, cotton cloth, or figurines made with cotton or wool, um, and pictures and drawings, okay? But what you're going to do is you're getting this, these symbols of what has died in you, you know, and be creative with it. You know, just don't want no plastic because these things you're going to be um, offering up. And you, so you don't want plastic or any toxic material. You want it all organic. And this will symbolize what has died. And then you're going to place them on your nature altar, your best version of yourself altar, in a sacred manner, asking your God, your ancestors, your angels, all of them, whoever, to guide and support you, okay? And, of course, remember to give thanks. Now, you're going to let these items, they're going to sit on your altar overnight or up to nine days, after which you will put them into a beautiful bundle and release them out in nature by, you can bury them in the ground, you can place them in the hollow of a tree, you can offer them to a, a natural body of water, or if you want to get really radical, yeah, you can burn them. Take them to the fire and burn them, yeah. After the grieving and releasing ritual is completed, give yourself time to consciously experience your rewiring process. Yeah, because it's going to happen. You're going to have some physical evidence that you've shed the dead inside of you. Now, you can find more details about um this in the five chapters in my book, chapters 16 to 20, where I provide that guidance on post-ritual self-care, okay? But expect revelations and salvation and more wonderful stuff than I can even tell you at this time. Yeah. Now, the next thing, when you're ready, you're going to get still again, Again, taking those three slow, long, deep breaths in and out, and you're going to open yourself to becoming conscious of at least three things in your inner landscape, things about yourself that are being born and or rebirthed, yes, and deeply connected. These things are to be deeply connected to your gifts, your talents, and your genius, yes. Now, again, if it doesn't come right away, Set the intention for the help from your ancestors and spirit guides to receive that clarity, again, however it needs to be revealed. Now, allow yourself to experience remembering, intend to feel excited and open to receiving. Yeah. Of course, once again, you will find organic items that represent what is birthing and growing inside of you. This time you'll intend to keep these items on your altar, on your best version of yourself altar, for a nine-month gestation period. Yeah. Now, some of these things may come to fruition sooner than nine months, and each time your dream manifests, You'll take what represented it, bundle it beautifully, and you're going to offer it to the earth with gratitude. Yes, because in this faith gesture, you are planting it to become something even more than what you imagined. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely, absolutely wonderful. Now, 
for those of you who have never worked with me before, you may be saying, like, okay, yeah, you know, that's nice and fine, but, you know, folks are dying and, and it's really bad and, you know, what, what does this have to do with anything? Um, this has to do with everything because the reality is, is that how the universe works is that everything is vibrational. It's energetic. Um, Vladimir Putin and other people who are, you know, um, into oppression and dominance dynamics are people who are playing out a role for us in humanity. And, yes, Putin definitely had adverse childhood experiences. He went through rat drama, you know. I mean, it was bad because he grew up after post-war Russia. And it was not good. It was not nice. And so his heart got shut down. And he became head of the KGB. His heart really be shut down, right? So, again, we're dealing with somebody here who's not so much a monster naturally. No, it's about life events that happen to them. And so this energetic that he is, okay, all about the fear, and if we, we give our power over to that, if we give our thoughts over to that, instead of really seeing how he's this little boy who didn't get the loving support validation that he needed so his heart could stay open. So we have to keep our hearts open. If we shut down our hearts, if we stay in the fear and the anger and all of that, we're, we're just feeding his his crazy energy. We're just feeding it. So this, this suggestion I gave to you about acknowledging grief, you know, like we need to grieve. We need to be feeling what's going on. And that you actually get to then do something with your hands, you know, with your energy to shift up something in you. Because really, you're the only one that you can change. I can't change Vladimir Putin. You know, that's a sacred contract that he got between him and God. I can't do nothing with that. But I can shift up the energy in myself. And if others join in to do that, then we're sending out an energetic of love. And it is love energy. It is love energy that's the most powerful energy on the planet. And the more we do it, the more we say, okay, let me keep, let me keep getting rid of my dead ideas and my old belief systems that really can't work, don't need to work. Yeah, you'll see a change. And I'll tell you, while I was in the process of preparing um, my notes for today, I got a call from my friend who was already in the process of doing her work of getting rid of something from her past. And it happened to be a bowl. I'm going to show a picture to you. And uh, she got it that this was representative of how she was still living out of a past. Yeah. So you, you can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up. So... I know this stuff works. I've used it for myself personally. And if you've never attempted any of this before, I just ask you to try it. Try it and see. See what happens. You'll be very surprised. Yeah. Um, I always say the medicine doesn't need us to believe in it in order to work. It just needs us to be willing to be able to do something to make the world a better place. 
and imagining ourselves as the best version of ourselves, focusing on what inside of me is, is becoming new, is rebirthing, yeah, that's powerful. That's really, really powerful. Rather than sitting up in despair and watching CNN and going crazy, not a good day. No, no. So for those of you listening on radio, once again, I have to stop my recording, and I'm going to give it another push in just a minute, and I will wind down of this broadcast for you for now. I've gone way over, but, you know, sometimes you got to do that. Yeah. So I hope that you're able to join me in this important spiritual work, this cosmic work to respond to this cosmic wake-up call that we are being given as humans. Um, And uh, again, you don't have to do exactly what I say or what I do. I'm just giving you some guidance. But definitely do something on yourself. See what's happening in the world right now as a call from a greater order and direction from the mystery we call God saying to you, I need you to grow. I need you to go forward. I need you to shift up. And the way you do that is that you got to grieve. you got to let go of what is dead inside of you, what you've been holding on to, you know, and open yourself up consciously to the new that is wanting to birth in you, that wants to become you. And use that imagination because if you can imagine it, yeah, it's going to happen going to happen. My Sarah saying for tonight comes from Francis of Assisi, and St. Francis said, start by doing what is necessary, then do what is possible, and suddenly you're doing the impossible. Great, great quote, Ashe, for tonight. Thank you, Sarah, for that. So as always, I'm going to close out my broadcast by thanking my wonderful engineer, Ms. Yvette Parker, who has a birthday coming up in two days. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Yvette. She's also in the Pisces Club. And uh, to the entire Black Hole Radio Be Well family, thank you, thank you, thank you for giving me platforms, supporting my spills, and supporting the work that I do in the world. I next want to shout out to all my regular listeners out there and those of you who have Wisdom Walk with me and you know who you are, to my family on both coasts and in the middle of the country, and my spiritual kin everywhere, my transformational leadership colleagues, my medicine brothers and sisters around the world, and those who are listening or watching in for the first time. Thank you. Big thank you. I couldn't do this without your interest, your patience and your willingness to receive my spills. Ashe. Now, this broadcast will be, will be repeated next Sunday, March the 13th, and I will upload a video to my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. I will also, because the, the, um, the guidance for the um, best version of yourself altar, you know, it was a lot there. So I will post that on Facebook. I'm going to do that tonight. So it's on there. It'll be in my Wisdom Walk community and also on my um, Wisdom Walk radio page. Yes. And please feel free to share it 
with others. Yeah. My next live broadcast will be on Sunday, March the 20th, and I'll continue providing wisdom and insights on writing your new narrative to become the best version of yourself through March's theme of the cosmic wake-up call. So we'll do part two. Just a reminder, I do do live streams um, on the astrology for this month. It's been off the chain. Like, oh, my God, the conjunctions that happen, like Mars and Venus and Pluto, won't happen again in the sign of Capricorn for hundreds of years. Yeah, you can't – this stuff is, like, so hot. And I really recommend that you either join my Facebook community or – Subscribe to my YouTube channel so you can get the notice when I do it because I don't, I don't like have a set schedule. I, I want to do it around the moons or some planetary event that's happening that's big. So, but it, I, always, I always put it out like maybe an hour or two, three hours before I actually um, stream it. But, it's, again, you're connected to the YouTube and you're connected to the Facebook.